Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Mel, my darling Mel. How are you, babes? I'm good, darling. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. And I'm Susie. And we're talking about a very exciting, well, exciting if it's maybe the operative word, actually. Yes, Um, (laughs) We're talking about uh, low libidos and... And women. And women, specifically, obviously, Mm. because we're obviously not men. Um, No. Yeah. But how we can really focus in on our own sexual health and our sexual journey and mm-hmm. what can we do about having if you have a low libido how can you really navigate that in a I mean correct way I don't know if this is the right word because everyone's so different mm-hmm. and it happens for a different reason for everyone there's Definitely. no correct reason for the same person so yeah that's what makes it so complicated I'm sure if you're going to your doctor with low libido like and you're like oh I I don't know why I just don't want to have sex right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to just shove you off your way. Because they're going to be like, well, it's probably just your hormones. It's probably just your birth control. It's it's whatever. It'll come back or, you know, try this cream. I don't know. I, I've, I've personally – I've not struggled with this um, in a huge way. I know that when I personally get stressed, mm-hmm. I do not want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's quite normal though. Not that anything is not normal, but I think that's, you know, pretty average. Like, you know, you're fucking stressed. You're thinking about a million things. How could sex be on the list? Yeah. And that's, that's a lot for me. Um, I don't know, Mel, what do do you think? Um, I think low libido in women affects actually most women during their life. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely, from a personal standpoint, feel that, particularly low libido in women is just is very much trivialized yeah like you know we talk a lot about low libido in men and erectile dysfunction everybody knows about that and yeah probably because it's very visible um but i think that in women we don't talk about it um i think that you go to your doctor and you, if you did ask, I think a lot of women would be very scared to talk about it and think they'd just be like you said, completely brushed off. Um, although, it, although the thing I personally think is it's probably something very real going on in your life, mm-hmm. whether that is stress. And I'm a big believer that stress women particularly need to be relaxed to have sex, and men use sex to relax. So it's like a really odd how that is diametrically opposed but i think that low libido in women it, you know it, it can happen especially for example when you've had a baby because of what's actually happened to your hormones and then not even talking about the fact that you're absolutely knackered you're tired um you you can't focus you're you you think about sleeping it becomes obsessive actually right um sex is just like no thanks i just like I, I can't even like you know yeah i can't do anything i have the energy to have a shower let alone think about anything else yeah it's uh, um, it's so weird like i remember when i was younger and i would just when i was like a teenager like let's say like you know 17 16 to you know 18 mm-hmm. 19 and all, all i wanted to do was have sex like that's right. all i wanted to do it's yeah. just like you know 
That's all you thought. Uh, that's all. I, that's all. It, like I loved it. It was so fun. I was mm-hmm. single for that pretty much that entire period. It was like a very very fun time in my life. And now, because I was also, I, I mean, also I was probably trying to run away from a lot of things that were also mm-hmm. my life, just like using it as a distraction and sure. um, probably things like that. But. Now I'm just like I cannot even imagine using sex as a distraction for me right now. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> there's too many things, too many things that are going yeah, on yeah. that I just like. I'm I, sex is literally the last thing on my mind yeah. when I have so much happening yeah. in my life. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean that's the irony. But I think particularly low libido in women, I think it's almost seen as like oh, like. And, you know, this is going to sound a bit derogatory towards men, but men, it's just like, oh, she's being like that. Or, oh, she's, right. you know, or she just doesn't want to do it or she's just in that place or whatever. And it's it's not actually seen as this kind of important thing that's probably happening with your hormones. You're not doing it to be a pain in the ass. You're doing it because you really aren't feeling it. Something's going on with your body. And then not to mention, it, it could also have something to do with the contraceptives you're taking. Yeah. I mean, I certainly know from my point of view, I've tried lots of different contraceptions from the pill to the Nuova Ring to IUDs, whatever. And they've all affected me in completely different ways. And I actually found some I, I just couldn't. Wow. Like I had an IUD put in. It, I literally couldn't even make it to six months. Is are you on an IUD right now? No, no, yeah. So when you had your IUD, was it hormonal or was it the the no, non-hormonal the thing that shoved up? Yeah, was oh, it to have the hormones or was yeah. it non-hormonal? Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the agony. Yeah, I mean nobody <laughs> oh talk, talked to me about that. Yeah, and I I had it put in and um it was and she said oh this is sort of my gynecologist is going to hurt a bit and you're like okay fine you know you've had two Fuck things it, yeah. it can't be that bad. <laughs> That was hideous. I left there. I started immediately feeling, left her office feeling really quite strange. I got in the car. I drove to my office, which was about sort of 20 minutes away. I got out of the car and vomited. No way. It was the weirdest thing in the world. And, well, I thought it was weird. And then I started reading all about it. I was like, oh, actually, it's not that weird. This is what it does to people. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I suppose I didn't really do much research about it. I just thought, well, you know. That's going to be fine. Lots of women do that. That's fine. Um, and it's not. And even I've tried lots of different types of pills because they're all these different types. Of course, right? yeah. And some of them. Find the right one for you. Some of them, and since the age of 17, some of them work really well and some of them have a really, really not a great effect on your body. They do all sorts of <laughs> no. weird things. So it's not a stretch to think, you know, you're going to have, you could have issues with your home, with your libido, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um and it's quite distressing if that happens, you know, because you, especially if you think of yourself as a sort of healthy woman and then all of a sudden this thing isn't working and then the tension that creates in a relationship is huge because yeah. I think pretty much mostly if you're a man or a woman and you have libido issues, it's so difficult and so embarrassing and shameful and all the stuff that surrounds it to talk about it. You just try as long as possible to kind of not talk about it. To, like, push it away. Yeah, and then, of course, those things in your relationship will just build up, build up, build up, build up, build up, and that's hugely problematic, and I think that happens to a lot of women. I think a lot of women it happens when when they've had children, and um, 
I know a lot of my friends actually completed completely avoided sex for a very long time. Was that in your case as well? I no. know you had some C-sections, so it was obviously no, not a little really. bit different with down there. But I mean, it wasn't like top of my mind, I can tell you that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And when we're C-section, you've literally been cut across the middle and it's very, very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, you, you know, you're not actually allowed to drive for like eight weeks after a C-section. That is so wild. Well, in Europe, I wasn't, you know, they, it, the insurance doesn't cover you because you can't do an emergency brake because you can't push your foot down. Oh, the my God, that, that is yeah, so crazy. And it really, it hurts. And in England, we call it too posh to push. <laughs> you heard that before. So no, they say that women, no. That women who have C sections are too posh to push. You are very posh. There's well, nothing yes. to say about so, it. So um, I have to tell you, it's and I've had two C sections, so it's been said to me many times. <laughs> too posh to push. You too posh to push. Oh my god. You, uh, no, uh, it's not the fun, the fun way. Jesus fucking. But uh, not that the other way is nice either. Oh my I god, it's it, all pretty <laughs> gruesome, isn't it? it? Is yeah, brilliant. I mean. You've seen the size of the hole. You've seen the size of a baby. Do the math. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like. If it's, it's not fitting there, where else exactly. is it going to go out? I mean, I It's not coming out your butt. Like, yeah. I think the doctor explained to me and I was just like, like the sort of sheer realization when you, you're pregnant, you're like, oh my God. God, yeah. that is what my vagina And you did it twice. You did it twice. Yeah. Well, through the, not through the, you know. Did you know you were going to get a C-section the second time? Oh, my God, yeah. You did. You were like, my vagina like, just is not going to do that. Exactly. Hell fucking I, To my obstetrician, I was like, uh, I had a hellish time the first time. There is no way this baby's coming out the normal way. Right. There's just no way my body can do it. I'm not doing that again. It was awful. Because I had an emergency C-section and oh, I had to have a blood transfusion and it was Holy shit. So I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. Oh, that's for another episode. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted no. asking you all these questions. No. It's extremely <laughs> interesting to me. But No, but then you can see how yeah. you might not be like sex and like Absolutely. You know, getting your little sexy gear on might not be top of your list if you've either had your vagina slashed because a baby's come through it and you've had to have it sewed up or your stomach's wow. sewed up. Feeling it's all sexy very romantic, is not yeah. Up there, is it? It's all very romantic. Um, I like that. It's yeah, really sexy. not to mention your little mummy, mummy flap, your little oh, tummy so bit cute. of fat yes. that never goes away. You feel away. really good. You just feel great about yourself. Wow, you feel hot, <laughs> Susie. Um, you don't. You don't. You really yeah. don't. You're just. And actually, that's another thing about about it. Like, and you think about the libido thing, is you particularly when you become a mother, let's say you're a mother and you're a wife, like I think a lot of women think, how do I play all these parts? Like how do I, maybe I can't, maybe I just do the one thing, like I'm just a mother. I can't be a mother and a lover and a wife. Um, and of course you can, but I think a lot of women find that incredibly difficult. And yeah. maybe actually a lot of wet men find that very difficult seeing them their wife in that light. Um but you think of all of those things that could affect your libido or just thinking, I can't get in the mood or whatever or, you know. Um, and I think like so many things, uh, like, you know, we're talking about in men, erectile dysfunction. Well, it's actually often very difficult to get to the root cause of what's causing it. Of because, causing ED? Yeah, because wow. it, it could be medical. It could be something that's going on with your body other than mm-hmm. uh, other than that issue, it could be a medication that you're taking, which is giving you side effects, which is causing that, like particularly yeah. blood pressure medication does right. that to men. Um, so you know it's and that's traumatic for men that they take this medication to sort out blood 
um, pressure and then it affects the penis. I well, because there's also rough. blood yeah. pressure yeah, right exactly. there, hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it could be psychological and that could be a myriad of things. Well, that's the whole thing. It's so the same, same with women, women, right? You know, it yeah. It could be medical. It could be a medication you're taking. Um, it could be something that's happened, i.e. you've had a baby. Um, it could be just you don't like who you're with right now. You don't want to have sex with that. them, which is crazy. It could be that. Yeah. It could be something... Something psychological and like so much, so many things. If you kind of don't deal with them, they just build up, build up, build 100%. up, build up. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then you think it's you. You think it's all about something wrong with you. And there isn't something wrong with you. It's just something either environmental or something that's happening to you or something that, yes, you need to change, modify, whatever. But I think it makes, yeah. it can make you feel very, very lonely. Um, and I mean, I wouldn't say, personally i suffered from low libido but i definitely suffered from like most women like not your top priority you know when you have babies and you have small children it's very difficult <laughs> like you know work sleep well yeah if you have, have a children, newborn and you are exhausted yeah like yeah. No, like like yeah. you've never been in your entire life yeah you're not having oh, sex it's, so, it's something else i mean my you're first child didn't sleep for two and a half years that was and the same. I, I remember I did that to my parents too. They right. talk. They love to talk about it. They love yeah. to talk about how I'm horrible sure I was did. as a little baby. And I believe them, I did. And I yeah. I will admit that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I didn't, but I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's hor. It's literally horrible. And I can't do that. It's and I awful. won't. I'm. I didn't worry about having kids because karma is real. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's very true. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. 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 No, it's terrifying. I mean, like I've only been on contraception like twice in my life and it was I started with the pill and I was on the pill for like three months and then I went to the ring and I was on the ring for like three months and then I just stopped it all because I just didn't like it and I wasn't good at it like I didn't take it it yeah it was just ugh. and my mother hates birth control like with the passion like when she first like knew I was on birth control she was like don't do this just wear a condom like don't mess with your body blah 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 blah. so I pretty much got off it. I've obviously been fine. I've um, I've never had an abortion or anything like that mm-hmm. either. I've I have been very safe, and that made me be very safe yeah, yeah. with like just using condoms and um, knowing my cycle as well, mm-hmm. which has been extremely helpful for me. But yeah, so I that's never been like a a reason why I've had libido problems. So it's always you can kind of like check it off the list. It's like yeah. oh, do I like my partner right now? Yeah, he's pretty nice. Uh, check it off the list, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not really on birth control right now. Yeah, check yeah. that off the list. And like, you can go that way yeah. as well with it's so like, you know it's so you kind of know. Like but it's interesting you say that thing about birth control because I would say personally I was the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like if I hadn't been on birth control, I probably would have been a raging mania. Really? Like, um, you know, I suffered from. I mean, I started my periods. I was twelve. Yeah. Um. From intense thumping pain. Crap. From Yeah, like yeah. real, like somebody's in there playing a game love it. football. Oh, you know? yum. Um, you know, bent over double kind of pain. And then acne and all that oh, sort of yeah. stuff. Um, so I, as far as I was concerned, and I think a lot of young women feel this, they didn't have a choice. Right. Um, and actually, strangely, I'm coming to an age where I have to come off it. Yeah. And I'm terrified terrifies me right absolutely terrifies me because i and i know i have to do it um but um i 
I'm worried about because every time I've come off it, it's made me feel strange or it's yeah. had a really big impact. So it's kind of like the reverse. It's kind of totally. interesting. Some people like need it to kind of control some women to control their hormones, to make them feel 100%. kind of stable. And some women, if they take it, it makes them feel unstable. So it's kind of interesting, isn't it? And yeah. That, I mean, that goes back to this whole thing that we're all totally unique. Yeah, 100%. We are not the same in what we we want, we do, you know, we desire. We're all completely different. Yeah. So, and I think society in general is sort of trying to portray this like you're sort of meant to fit into this. So, you know, if you're gay, you fit into this box. If you're straight, you fit into this box. If you're trans, you fit into this box. If you're whatever, everyone has their little box. Well, what if you're somewhere between all the boxes? <sighs> and, um of course that's possible because we're all humans and we're all unique and we're all kind of have our own little kind of I know. Of I love when things. people are like, it's it's all black and white. And I'm like, how fucking not. possible yeah. is that? That's absolutely You just, bullshit. everyone's born yeah. and you have the exact same experiences. Yeah. Like, what the no. fuck are you on? No. And you think about how complex birth is and chromosomes and all these, I don't know if you've ever seen like lines of DNA and there are all these like of lines. Course, yeah. And, and you're like, well, of course, if there's any deviation in any of that, you're just different for yeah. whatever reason. Um, and so that means you're different in a myriad of different ways, including how you feel sexually, how you feel about yourself, why that's affecting you. And I just think that for women in particular, a lot of issues, whether it's low libido, whether it's menopause, whether it's postpartum, any <laughs> kind of issue, for a very, very long time, we've just been, oh, no, we, sh- we don't talk about that. It's just women being funny. They're just being hysterical. They're just being annoying. They're just being whatever they're being. Yeah, because of hormones. Yeah. Or and whatever. And they're these yeah. raging, hysterical, whatever. Um, Which is, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, whereas, actually, there could be something very real going on. 100%. That just probably a solution to i mean you're not going to find it in five seconds but there's a solution no yeah and And you need to try and find it you need to try and try and resolve it and you certainly need a partner who's going to be supportive yeah and not make you out to be some well sort of weirdo well it doesn't help when it doesn't help when a lot of the doctors are not helpful at all as well it does not help and i've it's actually bad to say like i do not go to the doctor i'm very healthy Mm. thank god Um, but it's just, I've not been a regular at the doctor's office. Um, but I have heard horror stories from women of just immense pain. It's just unbelievable. And doctors don't care. They don't believe them. They don't, they just have no interest in knowing what the actual problem is. And it blows my mind. And they're also not very experienced, um, and not very sensitive. And And is it because that there's just like no research into women or like, what is the problem? And I don't believe that because we're so intricate. I, I, I think, I think that is very true. Yeah. I think also a lot of the drugs that can solve some of the issues around female issues, I don't think the drug company is particularly interested in producing those those drugs. Maybe they don't make enough money. I have no idea. But right. um, I I certainly had issues. Now I've got to the stage in my life like I will not have a doctor that's not a female. Totally. Um, I will. I don't want to go to a gynecologist that's not a female. I don't want anybody anywhere near my vagina. Who doesn't have one themselves? My husband, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't. No way. I mean, just you have no idea what I'm going through, what I'm feeling. And even then, I found gynecologists like they just don't. They don't empathize. They don't give you any information. They don't talk to you. They don't tell you. They don't warn you. You have to go and find out for yourself. Right. 
and then you're like, oh, well, that didn't work kind of thing. Um, I mean, I recently actually had a very good experience with my doctor. I have a new female doctor and I was talking to her about menopausal stuff and she was really great. She was very, you know, going, you know, do this, do that. Well, Are you menopausal well, yet or no, what? I'm not there yet. I know, I know you're not there yet. I just, yeah. I don't, because well, it's different timing for every woman, obviously. It's a different time, and you actually have to... And you're not do, 50, darling. You're I'm not, very young. I'm very young. It doesn't actually have anything to do with your age, though. And okay. perimenopausal is a different thing. That okay. could be symptoms before the menopause. But you actually, I think the technical definition, and somebody can correct me, but is that you don't have your period for a year. And of course, oh, I'm on contraception, so I don't know. And when you're on contraception, sometimes the contraception um, kind of produces a period. It's not actually a real period. So it's kind of an interesting time. But a lot of women, and, it, you know, it's getting spoken about a bit more. There are a lot of different um, symptoms, low libido being one of them. Um, because your, your hormones, it's just what's going on your estrogen levels what's going on in your body is just it's just like raging in there you know um and actually i mean the other the flip thing that can happen in your in your particularly in your 50s is you can become a complete sex maniac so you can go like the complete other way oh, yes mel yeah. that's gonna be you babe you're oh, gonna be yeah. fucking nuts just, and i love absolutely. it <laughs> uh, like a rabbit but it's yeah. like so everyone's different yeah and I, and I guess it's also what's going on in your life how are you feeling? How do you feel about yourself? Um, you know, and, and of course that affects that affects everything. But I definitely think the the medical professional, I've heard this said to me many times, make sure you go to a medical professional that you're comfortable with, that you feel is going to take you seriously. I mean, that's harder in countries like, like we live in Canada or in the UK where most people go to a state-operated, use them a state-operated medical system. Mm -hmm. So it's not like states, you kind of can choose your doctor. I mean, they do have private health care in the UK, but, I mean, most people don't use that. So yeah. that is easier said than done. I mean, yeah. if you've got this GP, you've got this GP, what do you do? Yeah. Um, and I think, like you said, you sort of, people avoid them. A hundred percent. And they're a pain, and then you, you know, it takes a long time, they don't really listen to you, and blah, blah, blah. But I've found over the years, whatever the issue is, and particularly you know, we're talking about low libido, I would go to the doctor and I'd have done lots of research. I'd have all my questions lined up. Right. And I found that out the hard way that you actually, I know it sounds mad, but when you go to a doctor, you have to actually know what you're asking. Right. Like you're not actually, oh, asking. I hate you that. have to have yeah. done all the research. Like I'm feeling like this. Is it that you're sort of asking questions about something you've already are, are clued up on as opposed to the reverse and but I, then don't they hate when you do that they're like oh were you the fucking doctor well, or like yeah i think you sort of have to be a bit careful and you don't sort of obviously say yeah i've googled this because and google's a rabbit hole totally. for that. but i mean i just think you need to go with some information you need to be informed you need to have done some research um that isn't to say you're going to tell the doctor what to do or this is this is what i need but i think you just need to be informed and, yeah and, and that's that certainly helps. It yeah. really, really does. Because maybe if you're sort of living in blessing or ignorance and think, well, I'm going to go and see the doctor, I'm going to tell them, right, you know, there's something wrong with my libido and it's causing all sorts of problems for me and my relationship, and you think the doctor's going to give you all the answers, well, they, he or she probably isn't. Um, so I think you have to be a little bit savvier than that. Yeah. And I think it's important to, to do a little bit of reading. And there is a ton of information out there. Yeah. Um, obviously... 
like I said, the internet's a total rabbit hole for that. You can yeah. just go down all these, you know, um, sort of, as, well, basically rabbit holes and just end up going going on these weird ways. And, of course, you have to make sure you're going to a reputable source, otherwise you can read a load of rubbish, around, yeah. you know, which isn't relevant and isn't true and so on. But, yeah, you've got to be informed. I think it's like anything. It's, I actually have a confession to make. I have actually never been to the gynecologist. Really? Yeah. And... They, but you wouldn't hear in Canada because unless you, yeah. it's a bit different in other countries. Like my second child was born in Switzerland and then it's private healthcare. Right. So you have a gynecologist. In Canada, you don't actually have a gynecologist. Until unless, you're pregnant. No, no. Well, I don't know. I haven't had either of my children here, but right. unless you're referred. So I have seen a gynecologist right. in Canada because I had an issue from a pap smear and they refer you so if you don't if you go to your gp again everyone go make sure you have a pap smear very very important. right so i've never had a pap smear okay that's very bad but i've also i had the <laughs> shot i had the gardasil shot oh the hpv yeah thing? the hpv yeah. thing i think you still need to go yeah but i think you should still be good do they not tell you I, this is the problem. This is the problem. No, because I'm, okay, so I'm telling you, I have probably not been to the doctor since I was like maybe like 18. So like, but I have been, so it's been like almost 10 years, but I'm so, it's the. What happens if something happens? Well, I'll just go to like the clinic or like anything like that. I guess like there was a time where I had like a really bad cold and I thought it was COVID or something. I can't remember the last time I was about a doctor, but like, I don't know. It's just, I have never had a doctor look at my vagina. Wow. You should. I know. And I feel bad about it. <laughs> like, okay. I don't feel good about you're it. Gonna but I'm also going to come podcast and you're going to make an appointment. Because like, I'm not on I'm not on birth control, yeah. right? So I, I've never had to, like, go get an IUD mm-hmm. in or whatever like mm-hmm. that. I've never had to, like, go get birth control mm-hmm. in my adult years. And I've just, like, I felt super healthy mm-hmm. for the most part. I've had, obviously, like, you know, a this UTI here and there. But I've just, like, I've never... But you've had all your tests that. done. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, if I'm ever, like, also, I've, I've been with Jeff for, like, seven yeah, years. Yeah. So, I, I, it's also, like, been since I was, like, maybe 20 that I got an ST, STI check. Yeah, yeah. Sure, so, fair. like, that's, yeah. which was, like, at a clinic, which yeah, is, I want, like, one of the free anonymous clinics that you just walk into and they tell yeah. you or whatever. But, yeah, it's so I've just, like, wow. I've just been flying under the radar hoping everything is just peachy key. <laughs> I I very rarely go to that. I'm one of those people yeah. that doesn't go a lot, and it yeah. is a bit of a British thing with sort of stiff upper lip and all that bullshit. And and whenever I go to the doctor, like I did last week, well, it was a soon thing, and they're sort of like, oh, you know, they look at the records like, oh, you haven't been here for a year, or whatever. But I do go for something wrong. Yeah, and perhaps me. Oh my gosh. Yes. So you've never had Okay, this, yeah. Oh my god, so you've never had the I've never had the clamps. I look at you. the clamps and I'm it's like, I don't want that. Absolutely. This has nothing to I do with low libido. We've gone off track again. I'm but, sorry. Oh my god, you have these things stuck up you. It is the most and then blood opens up and then they scrape this thing and you try and explain <laughs> this to men. And they scrape the inside. Why? Why do they have to do that? Why because do they have to scrape if the inside? Like cancerous cells or whatever. So I've had it done many, many times cuz I Go to the doctor. I'm so proud. I'm, you're amazing. And then the last time I had it done, they found some irregular stuff. Right. So then they refer you yeah. to a gynecologist and they do another test. Again, really deeply unpleasant. Shoving another thing up. Great. Love it. Scrapey, scrapey, scrape. Sticking some solution in there. Really Lovely. Really unpleasant. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, it's all fine. God, I went through all of that and it's all fine. And then you have to sort of go back again and blah, 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 and that's it. Um, and... 
and I and when I was there I'd sort of I had done some research about the IUD and I was like oh you know I think I should do this because yeah. I'm coming to that point in my life the menopause and this is a great thing and uh, and she's like yeah 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 come back and we'll put it in big mistake but anyway was it a big mistake huge mistake I now I used an Nuova ring which is the ring thing the ring yeah up there which I love the way I'm doing that. um but I've been I've heard kind of bad things about that we oh, can really? talk about that after. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but the IOD was bad for you. It was Because hideous. you puked that one time or was it just like uncomfortable? No. Yeah. As soon as I had it in, yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. And I exercise, like I use the pellet, I have a Peloton bike, so I'm cycling. And I could literally, I'm doing the day after, doing the cycling, and I can feel it. <gasps> and oh, then, my God, And then eventually no. it sort of settles. But then I just started to feel, and I'm a very hormonal person, so I could feel my mood. I'm like, okay, I feel very low. So I know because I know my periods, it's all yeah. very much my mood. And like, I really don't feel, I don't feel myself. Is this like a month after or what is this? Pretty soon after. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how psychosomatic that is, but pretty soon. And then my skin just, <gasps> oh eruption. my God. And then that's obviously not great because then you feel shit about that. Yeah. And the whole thing goes around in a circle. And then I contacted the, the guy who was like, okay, I want it out. I can't handle this. Very soon, like a month. Wow. So, no, 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 keep trying. You have keep to keep trying. it. And then I called my GP. It was super sympathetic. I said, I can't handle this. After about, th- it was less than six months. Maybe it was three or four months. And I said, you've got to take it out. Wow. And I said, do I have to go back to the gynecologist? She said, oh, no, I can take it out. And she said, the good thing about an IUD, this is far more comfortable coming out than Fucking going thank in. God. So I was like, thank God. So taken out, fine. I went back on the Nuova ring, <sighs> which I find very easy. Well, I mean, have yeah. Had some, like, well, because I was on it for like three things. months. Yeah. For mm-hmm. like my, maybe, I think it was like maybe 18 or something like that. Mm. And I had no problem with it mm. personally, but my mother would, because she's against birth yeah. control. Um, my mother would, not against birth control, sorry. She just didn't want the me hormonal, on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know what she's talking about. Yeah. And like, I obviously get it as well. So, uh, she there's there's been article after article about women who just like blood clotting, mm. um, and like athletes are like dying like this. And That's obviously, please do your own research. Like yeah. these are just articles that I've read, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's but that's all the thing. It's like not every birth control is right for you, and no. in the way and of I like try them all. And I have never had any issues, right? Um, and it's for me, it completely regulates me. Yeah, and um. I'm slightly terrified about the fact that I actually have to stop everything. And then, well, that's another episode, menopause, HRT, you know. So hormone replacement therapy, yes. HRT. Yes. Okay. So as your estrogen levels drop, right? I, okay, wait. Estrogen is adorable. Mm-hmm. Estrogen. Oh, no, no, no. It's so estrogen. We're going estrogen. That sounds like Easter. Well, it's going to be like this whole thing, like my daughters <laughs> say to me every time yeah. they say vitamin. Vitamin. They're like, Mom, no, it's vitamin. And I'm like, it is not a vitamin. It's a vitamin. It's a and vitamin. it's estrogen. It's estrogen. Okay, go ahead. Estrogen. Estrogen. Go, go ahead. And vitamins. Now, what the hell am I talking about? You're just, sorry. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. So. Estrogen. That. That stuff. Okay. Yeah. And that you want to kind of your levels go down or whatever right. you've got to replace them or they've got to go. is that but, just like a pill what is that hormone replacement so. therapy that sounds like a pill I mean, it and that's awful. because of menopause yeah yeah exactly you're, and that's also because of your libido we're coming back we're, we're whole coming. circle <laughs> full circle people <laughs> thank you for coming on this journey with us um, yeah yeah well the, it can affect your libido the, right because stuff i mean you know on a basic in a layman's terms i.e. non-medical which i am definitely not 
is that your your hormones are affected. I mean, you're all over the place. Yeah. Um, in men, but in many ways, in in some ways that um, you're su- either super sexual or less sexual. And then that's quite funny. Like uh, you know, if some women when they get to their fifties and they're really sort of much more sexual, they're much more experienced. They yeah. know what they're doing. They know what they want. And then. Your husband's like, no, I'm fifth. I'm sort of, you know. Oh, that's when you open in the marriage, yeah, up, ladies. Well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> if that can ever work. Oh my know. god! But that again, well, that's what a girl's so good vibrators for as well. I guess. Absolutely. And absolutely. he can use that on you if he doesn't want to do absolutely. it himself. He can use that thing on absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a very wise move. Thank you. Um, but um, yeah. So it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a whole thing. And, I mean, it's just so weird, isn't it? Like, women, we just go through so many things. Yeah. And it's just sort of never-ending. And my personal hope is that I've had so many, like, my hormones have been all over the place, like, my entire life for, like, absolutely everything from my skin to when I had children. Is that genetics, do you think? Or is that well, just, like, a, a personal thing? I don't, I don't know if you've looked into enough it. enough about the way... That affected my mum, but in you know specifically my mum, and I don't have sisters, so I don't. Right. Know. Okay. Um, but I'm just all I know is I'm just a very hormonal person, right? And it's always affected me in so many different ways. So I found this um, thing the other day that was like, if you've had that, it's possible your menopause could not be as bad. Oh, like, oh wonderful. God, win, win, win. Or is this just like, because you're so used to it, it's not as bad. Well, it could be that too. <laughs> oh, but, I, I mean, I'll take the not so bad. I love that. I'll yeah, go let's with go with it. not so bad. I love that. So I'm liking that. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend the other day and who's a nurse, and she said, yeah, that's true. It, 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 it could actually, maybe you've done the hard work kind of thing. God, I've I love had, that. I I've would had, love that for you. I've had the shit. And now I'm going into this wonderful, enlightened place. Because that means that I... I'm just I, a bit hopeful, but I'm just, that, No, I'm I love the, I love the positive that. attitude. My, my doctor said the same thing. She said it is possible, yeah, that you've been so... <sighs> you've had it rough, babe. I've had it rough. And here you go. Exactly. There's and a it's treat. now, you know, you're coming into the There's light. There's a treat. I know. Is you got to keep your wet pussy. That's it. Exactly. you got to keep it. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I think that's a, that is actually... Um, wishful thinking. Okay, Susie, because sorry. Because it does get a little dry. Yeah, dry down. There you go, lost libido. Yeah, but that's something else. Isn't is that it? different? Mean, you dry vagina. You dry vagina. Why would that make like you want to have sex? Sandpaper down there, and so you don't want a big old penis in there. Right. So that's a big old penis. Yeah. You actually, I mean, that's the irony: is you could have dry vagina, which personally I don't have, but whatever. Um, it is a big problem, yes. and it's absolutely hideous. Because you imagine it's dry as a bone, as it were. Oh. And then you've got somebody with a bone who wants to come near you. <laughs> And it's a huge problem. Yeah. And it's like, no. <laughs> no. So that's when the lube comes out. Okay, you've good. Yeah. Get, you've got to get busy with the lube, ladies. Busy with the lube. There are lots and lots and lots of brands. There's lots of stuff out there. Do you have a favorite? that you're going into. Do you have a favorite at all? Maybe we'll, really we'll put not. our we'll put our favorites on the social. Definitely, yeah. Because there's also different kinds of you know water based and all this kind. Yeah, of Yeah, you gotta find out what's right yeah. for you. For whenever it's right for your toys. But if, if you are yeah. getting older, or to that point in your life, you really have to get friendly. And I'm not talking about Vaseline. I'm talking about proper lube. Oh fuck yeah! Do not. Um, but you know what? If you are in desperate needs, uh, coconut oil is actually great. 
and it is okay to put up there. Oh, it is. I have done the but research. But I know that there is certain um, stuff you've got to be really careful with mm-hmm. the toys that you use. And oh, yeah, on for the sure. Toys and if they're, you know, well-made and that they can be porous and you've got to be really careful. That's true. So you need to, like, find that out. But the older you get, yes, it can be dry down there. But again, if you see the right empathetic professional medical professional right they'll listen to you and go well this isn't the end of your sex life and i think years ago women did think it was the end like i feel it, like that's what i've heard there. i actually heard somebody say that to me once I'm and it's like oh there. my fucking god like, how, how terrible how horrible you? You know, she was like how something. bleak yeah is that to look forward and, to and i think that actually happened a lot so to bad. a lot of women yeah and you know hopefully now we're talking about all these issues a lot more that People are realizing, oh, actually, no, it could be, it could be having the time of my life. You know, especially if you're in the fifties, your children are left. Yeah, you know, you you kind of financially secure. Yeah, you go should be it. go fuck around, go, ladies. Well, I don't know about that. So oh, but, right, you know, fine. Just, but just with busy, your husband or your babe, you know. Yeah, but um, but there are some issues. Yeah. So you of could, there are. and they could be not like libido related. It could be like dryness, and he's got problems with. You know, ED. ED. Oh, God. However, you can surmount, all these things Mm. can be surmounted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can actually probably have some fun trying to find out the solutions. Totally. If you see all these things, and I think it's a completely normal human reaction to go, oh, my God, and just shut down, and the kind of shutters go down, and you think that's the end of it, and literally I'm dead down there, and that's the end of that part of my life. I don't, you know, I'm not feeling it, and blah, 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 blah. And actually, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much when you have to start getting creative in your life. And why not? Um, you know, people are under this mistaken belief that people are in their 70s and 80s are not having sex. Of course they're having sex. They may not be having the same kind of sex <laughs> yeah. as people in their 20s. Breaking a hip. But, they, well, yeah. <laughs> but they're doing other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're having a nice time and they're being intimate and they're having a fulfilling life. But you just got to think outside the box a bit. Absolutely. I mean, get more comfortable. It's time to get yeah. one of those really expensive, nice – have you seen those sex pillows? It's like a sex yes, wedge. Sex those furniture. are like $200, okay? Yeah, I wanted all, one. There's all sorts of stuff you can get. But, yeah, there's and, so and much more out there. huge amounts of things. Yeah. And, and and you just have to maybe think about what you want because yeah. I think it can be actually very overwhelming. Like, oh, my God, if you go into any of these sites, like Love Honey or whatever. 100%. And it's just like, oh, my God, what is all this stuff? But maybe, like, pick a thing you're going to look for and then research that and get that and try that and go on to the next thing and and kind of start in one place, not start with, okay, I'm going to buy sex furniture and, you know, humongous dildo and everything else. Unless you want to try a humongous dildo, which you you can. That's completely fine. I mean, some of them are, like, ginormous. I do want to. It's better to start out small. Definitely. And then if you're like, well, I think I can do more. Yeah, they are. You go into the store. I'm not entirely sure. It's a lot. I'm not entirely sure. And maybe I'm a little naive. And maybe somebody can let me know. But it's like, (laughs) what do you do with that? Yeah. And I am now not talking about libido at all. No, we're going to get a bunch of dick pics in our DMs, by the way, because of you, Mel. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? It'll really change our libido right now. Yeah. 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 No, I I know. We're not talking about libido, but we also are. It's all relative, honestly. It's all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. I mean, I think mainly the main thing I would say is that, um, you know, don't think you're – 
don't think you're alone. And I say this with anything. Don't think you're alone. Don't think you're the only person, the only woman going through this. Many, many women experience this throughout their life. Yeah. Many. Um, and do a little bit of research. Just try and, you know, calmly not freak out and think, you know, I'm weird and, you know, my husband's <laughs> going to leave me or partner or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then if you can, go and see a professional, a medical professional, your GP, whoever, who you know is going to listen to you and be a little bit empathetic. And when you go yeah. there, just be armed with some information. Don't just go in like, ooh, completely clueless. And And just know there is a solution. And also just know that your life as a woman in the sort of hormonal sexual journey is a very long one and there will be highs and there will be lows and the lows are not going to last forever um and you just have to kind of get through them yeah and I know that's very easy for me to say but I certainly have had those experiences and I just think sometimes things and you you know you can if you're talking about low libido you can get very upset about it very yeah. overwrought and then it affects your relate and then the whole thing just snowballs well it's, it's obviously thing. scary when it's obviously scary when you're older and dealing with this because yeah. there's so many other changes in your life like yeah. menopause but it's also i know that it's terrifying when it's when you're younger dealing with this of obviously course, like yeah. you if you're in your 20s and you are in this state of not wanting to have sex mm-hmm. and you you did want to have sex previously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's not an easy thing to deal with. No, because so, it makes you feel not in control. Yeah, that's a um, scary feeling. And, and that's very scary. But I would, again, emphasize just please try go and get some help. Yeah, there and talk help. to your friends. I think yeah, we don't definitely. use our friends definitely. who are like – not like – we're the who same age as us, yeah. open-minded, exactly. Yeah. Um, if you can talk to your yeah. mom about it, maybe you can't, maybe your sister. Yeah. Someone who is some has been in the shoes. Yeah. And get it's some perspective. Exactly. I think it always helps, and I think that's you know that's why we 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 talk here, Susie, is that if you get some perspective, you can the thing doesn't seem as huge. Totally. Um, if you can kind of look at we're it, usually we usually as women, I think we also do this most is we build things up in our head a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge overthinker. Yeah, yeah. I know you are Massive, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, dealing with that on our own, we can yeah. make it a much bigger, a much bigger deal. Thing. And just holding on to all that stress is yeah. not helping the libido either. No. So let's do, yeah. analyzing. Exactly. Talking to nuts. someone you trust um, and love. I, I definitely think. And, and getting a little bit of perspective. And, and then, and then, you really should be talking to your partner as well. I mean, we go yeah. on about communication, but you really should. And in a kind and thoughtful way. And that this obviously isn't about your partner. This is about, well, it might be, but then, in which case it's a whole different discussion. Yeah. <laughs> but the, this is about something else going on in your life. Yeah. I think you'll find that you'll probably come to some resolution much quicker. Um, but certainly... I it's happened to me. I've met, I've had interactions with medical professionals who were pretty awful and right. said really negative things. And you were too young at the time to go, oh no, that's wrong. Um, and I've learned the hard way what that those situations sort of send you down a path. But don't listen to those negative things. You really shouldn't. They're not yeah. God if they're a medical professional. They're just a doctor. Yeah. So if they tell you something negative or something unhelpful, they don't want to listen to you, we'll just go, okay, well, I'm going to find somebody else to talk to. Yeah. And I know that's not – that's easier said Well, than I think the first step is even – is even just like for the people listening, mm-hmm. like you've you've made the step into wanting to find out more about Definitely. your libido, Definitely. menopause, yeah. even birth control. 
what this episode has been about. (laughs) And it's, yeah, that's the first step. Not being embarrassed. Totally. We've, Um, we've dealt with this as, you know, a 20 something and a 40 something. We've both, 40 something, something, darling. And we've both, we've both dealt with low libido, which is crazy, right? And that means that many, many, many other women. Many, yeah. If not all, have dealt with it. Absolutely. And they, and you, you can, you can come to a solution. You don't have to live in misery, and please don't. Yeah. And and just also remember that if somebody's not being empathetic and they're not being helpful and they're, you know, making you feel small and whatever, just stop talking and talk to somebody else. Totally. It's it's, it's not you, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mel. This has been a delight as always. It has. I love a nice chat with you. Oh, people. I love a nice chat. You're yeah. my chatty gal. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I think we've all learned a little something today. Mm-hmm. And I will go get a pap smear. Yes. You're going to because it's going to make You're you. going to come with me. You're going to hold like, my hand. I cannot believe this. <laughs> Get all on my hand, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's great to talk to you, Mel, and we'll we'll talk to everyone next week. Definitely. What do you think about that? Definitely. Bye, darlings. Bye, darlings. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.